0: I did it again. I wore the same thing. You sure did. (laughs) (laughs) What an idiot. Uh, The
1: noisiest sweatshirt in the world. (laughs) I got, I, this is ridiculous. But look, we're both wearing pink sweatshirts. We're so cute. We are. We're so cute. Mine's got no zippers, so it doesn't make noise. That's the difference. And I've got pink headphones.
0: One of us is a professional, and one of us is not. So.
1: have to choose the right wardrobe when podcasting which is a situation where no one ever sees what you're wearing.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's not my fault. I wear this every day.
1: You're fine. Uh, it's not making too much noise. Okay, good. Yeah. Unless you like dance it- and wiggle. Yeah. Oh, Can see. You know that? No, actually I
0: cannot. Success. That was a sexy dance, too. Oh, thank you. I just got
1: a little, uh, got a little teasy-tease here. That yeah. was some, uh, I saw
0: some shoulder. Well, oh. I just had a chicken for dinner, so I'm feeling <gasps> feisty. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> got that lean protein kind of energy oh, over here. Oh, shit. I That's just had right. eggs. We are poultry Poultry Pul- bitches. Poultry, that's...
1: sultry bitches.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh-huh. Who knew? Uh-huh. <laughs> they should market it that way. Like chicken makes you sexy. Yeah, sultry poultry. Uh, sultry poultry.
1: Uh, trademarked. Don't take it, anybody. Ours. Yeah, that's ours. It's ours. I'll, t-
0: I'll cut it out. I won't cut yeah. it
1: out. <laughs> sultry poultry. I like it. I've seen... Multi million dollars in our future of just like move over Tyson and Purdue. Yeah. Sultry Poultry is here.
0: Yeah. I think so. It's like those those sexy eggs they sell, the Vital Farms eggs. And you get to meet the chickens when you open it up. I have, that's,
1: I, the eggs that I just ate, Tammy, were Vital Farms.
0: Oh my gosh. They're so sexy. We don't have those, these over here because we, like, it's weird eggs over here,
1: like straight from the chicken's booty.
0: Like, yeah, they don't refrigerate them.
1: Yeah. I noticed when I was in Europe, eggs were not refrigerated and neither is like yeah. butter. And I'm like, we're obviously doing something wrong because we pasteurize everything out here.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I said. So I looked it up um, and it's like it's like a near pasteurization process that we go through in the United States. And I guess it removes this like protective film oh. that means that you then have to refrigerate it. Ah. I looked it up because I was like. That's fascinating. Hmm. Cause it's very weird to be walking down an aisle and there's just like bags of flour and then eggs next to them. That is, you know,
1: so cool. I like it. Obviously, that's the way nature intended to have a protective film over the egg. You must know, must be.
0: Yeah, must, must be. A bit. Uh, hey. It's some kind of pasteurization thing. Cause I, I, the other there's there's a cheese over here that I love. That I've never had in the United States. Um, It's called halloumi. And it's like, it's almost like a, like if you've ever had like paneer in, in Indian food. Mm -hmm. um, It's like that, but a little like harder. And they use it as like vegetarian substitute and things. So you can get like a halloumi sandwich. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. It's yummy. Um, It's yummy. It's so good. (gasps) I love it. So I'm going to have to figure out if maybe there's like a place I can get it.
1: Hello. Hello. Hello me. That will be. Hello.
0: Hello. That's the other one.
1: Sultry, paltry and hello.
0: Hello me. Oh, my God. God. We can't be stopped. We, You know, I already knew we were good at uh, branding because this is Banshees and Booze. A paranormal podcast with a shot
1: of liquid courage
0: that already had the alliteration going. Good, ready, God, we are unstoppable. (laughs) I love it. I love it.
1: Uh, speaking of, I'm like, wait, I'm recording.
0: Yes, I am. Okay.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> all of that?
0: Uh, uh, all of that gold, all of that podcast gold, all of our
1: trademarked uh-huh. uh, ideas that people would only hear your side of it and not my voice. Unreal. Yeah, I would have cut uh, you in. It's fine. you would have. You um. would. Have. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, um, I'm stationed in my living room watching my my poor, decrepit kitty. He just mm. stretched. That's good.
2: Oh, yeah. good boy.
1: We have a lot of cat can- lovers who follow us, so I just yeah. want them to yeah. know. My kitty is mm-hmm. sick, but I'm here with mm-hmm. him, and he's going to be okay. He's, a little, he's paralyzed in his back legs right now. But he's going to get an MRI tomorrow, and in a few weeks – We'll be recording, and I'll be like, he's running around and prancing around like a kitten again.
0: That's right. By the time this goes out, it could all be totally handled.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) He'll be giving you kangaroo kicks in the middle of the night, and you'll be like, remember that time when you couldn't use these legs? Let's Uh, consider that.
1: (laughs) That happens every time he goes to the vet. He has to get sedated because he's Mm -hmm. awful. And then it it kills us when we bring him home. Cause he's so drugged yeah. up and it's so heartbreaking. And all he does is like flop on the ground and not move. Yeah. And then like, we're so sad. We're so concerned. And then he comes out of it and he starts running around with his zoomies, like a freaking terror. <laughs> yeah. And we'd say the same, we're like, remember how like yesterday he couldn't move and he was just mm-hmm. sleeping for 24 hours. That's let's, let's go back to that. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to remember, it's nice to know where he is. And, uh, <laughs> You know, yes. If he could just use the bathroom, I'd be like, okay, we can handle this. This can be handled. But he's a, he's a trooper. He is a trooper. Um, And I'm so excited for today's episode. I realized that we don't really have like an actual theme. We just have different We have
0: a theme? What is it? Our theme is our vacations. Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah. I was (laughs) like, okay, I have the city, you have this city. What's the theme today? (laughs) Duh.
0: it's places we were in at the same time, actually. Yes. We were on vacation at the same time.
1: It's The theme is Our Haunted Vacations. Sounds yeah. like a blog. Our Haunted Vacations Aww. at blogspot.com. Uh-huh. Um,
0: we did take a <laughs> Check haunted. out our affiliated links.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I had to leave my vacation a little early because the pet sitter alerted us that Tuesday was uh, not moving. Uh, so oh, I came God. up early, which it turns out was good because a big snowstorm hit Chicago. And um, mm. my plane was like pretty much the only one that got out before it all just like dumped. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I was going to go much later. And uh, I changed my flight to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and uh, And the driver picked me up at like 4 something in the morning. And he's mm-hmm. like... You're lucky. I think you're going to be- make it. And uh, I did. And
0: the flights after me were delayed by 12 hours. <gasps> I know. Oh, my gosh. I do not miss that. I do not miss that part of living in Chicago. And it's
1: it's early November or mid-November. Yeah. I was like, I lived in the Northeast for so long. I do not recall this happening this early in yeah. the year. I've actually, yeah. and my family lived in Colorado. I've never actually watched a plane get de-iced. I was watching it. I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but prior to that, prior to getting the bad news about Tuesday, damn, I love that city. It was yeah. beautiful. The architecture blows my mind.
0: I'm struggling to remember. Have you been before? Once
1: I did. Okay. I went like four years ago in the summer. Uh. Um, Ithamar is performing his show at second city Chicago. So I just went to visit and again, he's working out there again right now. So I went out to visit again. Um, but yeah, I went once in the summer and it was a whirlwind, tour because he was very excited to show me his old stomping ground um and this time was more like we only had the weekend and uh he bought tickets for us to see Hamilton
0: oh my god
1: (laughs) and we just did a lot of walking and I really I saw the city in a whole different way because it wasn't super crowded and touristy and um damn I just the buildings Mm. are so stunning just stunning I loved it so
0: cool I I you know I left and was like, and basically most of my friends also had already left or were leaving. And so I didn't have a lot of reasons to go back. And I was like, yeah, I don't ever need to go back here except for, cause I have family that lives out there, but they're always coming down to see us, you know? Right. So it's kind of like, I don't have a real reason to actually go up there. And the, and Ben one time was like, oh, I'd love to go to Chicago with you. I was like, no, I'm never going to that fucking city again. And then like, it took hold of me and I was like, well... Maybe I could take you here. Maybe I could take you over to this thing. Okay, well, we have to do this if we go. Like, I mean, I literally have, like, an yes. entire, like, four-day itinerary planned in my head now. So. Uh, <laughs> but it will not be in goddamn November. That is for sure. I do not recommend it. Uh, I'd say <laughs> June
1: or July, and you're good.
0: That's a, that's a no that's for November.
1: That, that's a November indeed. But Tammy... I just have to segue and say, now that I've seen Hamilton, I got so many things that you've referenced in the past on this podcast. (laughs) When I was like, I was like, oh my God, I, we had a whole episode where my research included Theodosia Burr and I was like, Theodosia Burr, oh (laughs) I. Dear Theodosia to oh say God. to you. I was like, I know her now. Like I get yeah. it. I <laughs> get it. And when in Aww. in a, a few weeks back when I said like uh and I got all the wars mixed up and I was like, Isn't the uh what is it, the Civil War? I was like, isn't it the, the red coats oh, yeah. and the blue coats? And you're like, wrong war and up and I was like, Oh yeah, there's the French and there's the British and there's the Americans. I I learned so much
0: it's like schoolhouse rock for our generation you know
1: totally I am so I'm basically I'm a genius about American history now um so just that's perfect yeah you know
0: what I say um let's kill those brain cells with drinking what are you drinking this week? god I I need a fucking drink I'm not gonna lie I drank some while we were having our technical difficulties oh my god so did I I was just like fuck this so did
1: I I was like this drink's been staring at me for a good thirty yeah. minutes now. I'm just gonna get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god! I see your label, and I'm that's t- yeah. I'm gonna um, tell you all about it. I'm very. Excited. You're gonna tell me all about it. I well, I'm using my Charleston barware because it looks like it could be Chicago. <laughs> Oops, it does. I'm off camera. It's
0: got interesting architecture.
1: It has interesting architecture, and it has a C H in its name. Chicago, Ch- Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. <laughs> both near bodies of water are you it, yeah both major sites of of shit um mm-hmm. but i am drinking okay so it's just a cranberry and vodka right which is called like a cape cod which we yeah. can't have it a cape cod because this is about chicago i was low it's on not mixers. charleston either yeah it's yeah. so what i have here is a cranberry kombucha with vodka in it <laughs> Yes, because I didn't have any juice, and I thought, "Oh, Chicago, the Saint Valentine's Massacre." <gasps> yes. so it's red for Saint Valentine's, but also red for blood, because Chicago, as we will learn today, is very haunted with a lot of gangster activity, or that is, you know, so true. mob fa- familia activity. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm just gonna call this uh the the valentine's day m- massacre drink. yes <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh, do i need to drink i like it uh what do you have well my friend uh i my topic because i was on vacation too i went to york not new york but old york oh regular york amazing uh first york hipster york <laughs> um og and- york I went to a, uh, which, by the way, it, it, as many places do, claims to be the most haunted place in the world. Um, This one's got some sway. It's got some, they can say some things. Um, And so one of the places I'm doing my research on, which is also a place that I went and drank, uh, is called the Black Swan Inn. And their house beer is called the Ghost Ale.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Now, I couldn't get my hands on the Ghost Ale, but I do have this Ghost Ship IPA. It's <laughs> awesome. So I figured that counted. I love that label so much. It's so cute. I'll take a good picture. And it's also, you know, it's a tall beer, so I'm happy. That's I'm a just nice a happy t- p- fucking person right now. So. I'm,
1: now that I have my drink in my hand, I'm happy too. So... Cheers, yep. cheers! to haunted vacations.
0: Haunted vacations. Clink, clink. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, I forgot how tart oh. cranberry is. Tart, tart,
0: tart. I forgot how much I love beer, <laughs> and I will continue <laughs> to drink it a lot. I should have gotten a glass. This is—I really feel like a ho- I feel like a homeless dude swigging out of this tall glass b- <laughs> bottle <laughs> to, like, here. Wrap it in a brown paper bag. Yeah. <laughs> i just tried to kind of chug it a little bit it was a
2: mistake
0: Uh, it's good though that looks like a citrus citrus pale ale that Mm. looks delightful man very nice very very nice Well, Well, my friend, tell me about Chicago.
1: I'm going to tell you about Chicago. So, of course, I know there's so much history there. So everywhere we went, I'm like, I bet that building's haunted. I bet that building's haunted. Um, Mm -hmm. After we saw the matinee of Hamilton, and then we decided to have dinner at the Chicago Athletic Association, which is, like, right there on Michigan Avenue. And um, it's just, like, such an old, timey-looking building. And we passed it, and... uh, one of the production people recommended uh, the restaurants there to Ithamar. So we went to a place called the Cherry Circle Room. It looks like it's straight out of The Shining. The Athletic Association was from like the late 1800s and Mm -hmm. it was obviously just like an athletic club for boys, for the men, rich men. Mm -hmm. And um, But this place was immaculate. And then um, when I had to go to the bathroom, the bathrooms were in the old pool area, which is a drained pool from the 1900s.
0: Oh, my goodness. so
1: scary. So when I returned, we had to ask the server. And by we, I mean, I made a Thamar do it. If, uh, if mm-hmm. there was any, like, noted hauntings. And he said, well... I'm not, like, ghosts don't really, like, talk to me, but we have a server here that they definitely, like, tend to to show themselves to, and he's had encounters mm-hmm. upstairs on the fourth floor in the stag room, and our stag court, which is just a basketball court. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh, is it where bachelor parties happen? Like, yeah, exa- that's exactly <laughs> right. Yes. It's a basketball court, and that we didn't, okay. so he said um, that there was activity up there, so after dinner, I was like, yes, so we're going floor four please and it was so eerie so it's this like basketball court all of the doors to it were locked but there's a loft surrounding the entire court and that's where they put a bunch of storage and it was so fucking spooky and then I um there were disco balls up there. So Ithamar and I kind of concluded they must have like wedding receptions there or something. Oh, sure. And so it was like dead quiet. And I had my face pressed into the window of the basketball court window. And I, I was started to try to conjure something. And I said, hello, oh, yeah. is anyone here? And then I I asked, like, "Do you are you mad that there's uh, disco balls in your space or do you like it? And Ithamar yeah. got nervous. He was like, stop, <gasps> stop. I'm like, oh.
0: It's the Tammy effect. Yes. That's what I do when I'm around you. I'm like, stop talking to it. What are you doing? I'm like, I can't not.
1: So he got a little nervous. And um, and then I continued, I turn around. He was hiding from me. He never is a prankster like that. And he felt terrible. But he was hiding behind a little curtain and he popped his head out and just smiled. No.
0: <laughs> I know no uh uh, no uh we not not to but i I will tell you about i think i said that we were gonna do it we went on a ghost tour and Mm. i had a like literally before we got out there i was like look i know you don't believe in ghosts that's fine you know, we got to have some rules here. The number one rule is no jump scares. You are not allowed to fucking jump scare me. Yes. Like, it's not okay. Yes. I'm not okay with it. You will get in fucking trouble. <laughs> like, I'm just letting you know. Like, these are the rules. And like, he definitely kept to that. But at one point, he, he kind of like stood behind me. I think he like tried to like blow in my hair. And I was like, <gasps> this is not. He's like, that's not a jump scare. And I was like, this it qualifies. qualifies for me. <laughs> Don't you fucking see that stuff's not scary for
1: non-believers <laughs> yeah because they, they're like oh I'm just horsing around it's like uh, yeah
0: no I'm like nah, And
1: nah. nah. bad bad boys bad. bad bad you'll be a boy
0: <laughs> so that was um
1: okay. that was that that and so mm-hmm. I was like okay I tried to come home and research more about mm-hmm. it couldn't come up with anything it's definitely haunted but Again, just, it was on some top 10 lists, but no further elaborations. So yeah. I did a little research on what is considered the most haunted place in Chicago. Questionable, okay. as you and I have already done some haunted Chicago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you did that museum where that ca- haunted car is. Uh, so I did the Congress Plaza Hotel. Uh, okay. I actually started on TripAdvisor. <laughs> it has yes. terrible reviews oh my god oh no. everyone's like do not stay here it's a piece of shit da, da, da. um yeah but uh and and some did mention hauntings so i uh found a lot of information on chicago straightforward so straightforward uh so it's a Shitty, not very popular place now, but back in the olden days when it was built in 1893, this was the shit. This hotel was the place to be. It was built in 1893 to house visitors to the World's Fair. So it was like massive. It has a north tower um, and a south tower. The South Tower was added in 1909. The South Tower alone has 800 rooms. So this place Holy is... Holy crap. It's like a casino. I know, right? Seriously. And like to be built back then, like that tall, Very is impressive. crazy. Very yeah. um, There's even a tunnel constructed out of marble that goes from the underneath the hotel to a th- nearby theater. I was like... And okay, I have okay. a feeling, I have a feeling probably some booze was smuggled yeah. uh, at some point in its history. Um, so I'm going to skip a lot of the history. Just basically, this shit is massive, massive. Mm-hmm. And it hosted like a ridiculous amount of celebrities and mm-hmm. politicians back in the in the day. Right. Um, uh, Al Capone was rumored to have had some ownership in it. Uh, but Ooh. that's just a rumor. He played cards there every Friday, uh, huh. in a meeting room that overlooks Grant Park. And, um, Jake Greasy Thumb Goosick phoned Capone, <laughs> uh, from a, from a phone in the Congress Plaza Hotel, uh, before and after the St. Valentine's Day massacre. So Interesting. Yeah, it has seen, some history, and I'm going to skip a lot of the history um, <laughs> because it's too much, and we got to get to the ghosts because there's so much ghosts. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the name of the person who wrote this, but some of it is in the first person. So mm-hmm. um, there are and let's go stories. It's insane. Um, so first, we'll go into like all the. Red- Ridiculous tragedies that happened here. And then, of course, it leads to the ghost stuff. So it starts all the way back in 1910. Uh, James Kennedy was a New York man who checked in alone. He went to his room, cut the dry cleaner identification tags out of his clothes, burned all of his papers, and this is a suicide trigger warning, uh, and he walked to the lake and shot himself. Later that same year, an insurance salesman named Andrew Mack called on a friend at his Congress Plaza hotel room before also walking to the lake and apparently drowning himself at the foot of the of Van Buren Street. Uh, wow. Yeah. There was a salesman who threw himself down an elevator shaft at the hotel, a drifter who jumped off the roof of the North Tower, and a troubled family man who hanged himself from a cupboard hook all at the hotel.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: It's like, reminds me a little bit of the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles where it's history. It's almost like it was possessed by such a dark, dark, uh, Mm -hmm. energy that people were drawn to it who were in trouble in a way, right? you know, like everyone checked in here to pass on. Mm -hmm. Um, in the summer of 1916, a mining investor named Morse Davis and his wife, Uh, were believed to have formed a suicide pact when Davis was found dead in their Congress hotel room, which was room number 312, of cyanide poisoning. His wife was also at death's door but still alive. She claimed they both uh, had taken the cyanide by accident, having confused it with Epsom salts.
2: Okay, sure.
1: Also, I forgot Epsom salts are a laxative. So I'm like, you guys were just going to take massive shits together?
0: Were there two bathrooms in this hotel room? Because if there weren't, poor planning. I mean,
1: 1916, they're lucky there was a bathroom in that hotel room. Good
0: point. Um,
1: A few days later, um, uh, this woman, the the wife who didn't die, she uh, was staying at St. Mary's Mission House, um, and she tried to throw herself out of a third-story window and was promptly sent to a psychiatric hospital. So sounds to me wow. like it was a suicide pact that yeah. didn't quite kill her. Oh, God, I can't imagine taking cyanide and it not working.
0: Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I don't think that that's a terribly pleasant way to to go. Yeah. Right?
1: Also, it's like, if you guys both are gonna go I wouldn't I don't know if I would trust the other person it's like okay on the count of three okay you go you go first I'll make sure
0: no you you go first I want to make sure (laughs) no you hang up okay no you kill yourself okay on the count
1: of three one two two and a half two and three quarters
0: you didn't do it you didn't do it oh come on (laughs) oh oh
1: lord sorry we are not laughing at suicide we are laughing no. at this very very poorly planned uh, uh, yeah. pact in august of 1939 adele langer a prog native threw her young sons Carell and jan from a 13th floor window at the congress plaza Jesus. i know
0: now also
1: i thought that they didn't have 13 oh wait never mind that's just in the elevator there's still a 13th floor it just doesn't yeah. say 13 I just-
0: I just got on a plane recently. They didn't have a 13th row. <gasps> and I was like, that's weird. I haven't seen that in a while. I
1: have not seen that in a long time no. either. I noticed it um, when I was choosing my uh, seat for the, the Chicago flight. There was no 13th mm. row. I know. Uh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Touristine. Um, oh, so she threw her boys out the window and her. <sighs> <laughs> anyway. <sighs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, but, but, oh her uh and then she threw herself out as well um, so the hu- her husband and the father of these children said um she did it because they were forced to flee Nazi influence in their homeland and uh, they left the whole family behind and just like she just like flipped out and that's why she did it but I'm like mm, yeah mm, okay I mean you just fled Nazis you're yeah. in Chicago this is the time to Have be alive drink. yeah
0: yeah
1: <laughs> It's like, we survived. We made it. We made it. Yeah. Out you go. Yeah. Bye. Uh, In August 1950, a guest shot an employee of the Congress Hotel and then shot himself when the staff member came into the guest room to collect a $104 hotel bill. um, And the person staying there was jobless and distraught and so shot this poor employee and then himself
0: and probably should have sold that gun and used the money to pay their hotel bill just
1: there saying. you go
0: i make money moves baby look at her
1: baby yeah. uh sell the gun pay the bill that's my way of trying Take to do canola. yes
0: thank you yeah. <laughs> i knew what you were going for <laughs> So terrible. God.
1: Uh, In May of 1966, Rockford attorney Frederick Hay was found naked and strangled with his shirt, his wrists and feet bound with his own socks. What the fuck? Um, There's been a lot of accidents. In 1904, an elevator operator fell 70 feet, dying on impact. In July of 1926 uh, a woman named Mrs. Harriet Harrison was staying at the Congress with her husband and she Mr. T- Harrison yeah, Mr. Harrison Great. indeed thank you uh, she took a wrong step and plunged six stories down an elevator shaft to the hotel basement. You gotta watch your step. I guess they didn't have signs back in the 1900s. Uh, Since 1989. Oh, now we go into the first person. Uh, The person who wrote this article is clearly a ghost hunter. Since 1989, Mm -hmm. I have participated in more than three dozen investigations at the Congress Plaza documenting no fewer than 47 distinctively haunted rooms rooms and at Whoa. least two ballrooms as well as common areas such as employee work rooms and public guest areas. Um, so they're like, it is in sanity. Um, so here we go with the hauntings and there's so many. I'm going to have to pick and choose because that's, that's oh how my. many there are. Um So there's a ballroom called the Florentine room um, security. I j- whoa That was scary. I hit the recorder. I thought that was your drink. No. I was so scared.
0: Oh, I was scared you spilled your drink.
1: <laughs> of course she was. I was scared that I hit the recorder and it stopped recording, but it's not. And I didn't spill my drink. Everything's great. <laughs> um, everything's great. So there's a ballroom where uh security guards say um that they hear cheerful organ music. Um, outside of the locked doors, as well as the sound of old wooden skate wheels uh, against the wooden floors because it was built in the 1890s as a roller rink oh. for the World's Fair visitors. Isn't oh, that so cute?
0: goodness, that's adorable. It was an
1: indoor roller rink in the 1800s. I didn't even honestly... This is a history podcast, as we now know. I, as didn't know, we know. I didn't know people had roller skates in the 1800s. I thought that was more of like a 1920s invention.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've seen old-timey footage of people roller skating. Yeah, and, um, just those
1: like wooden – they look like little wooden – yeah. things that you strap onto your feet with little wheels yeah yeah so they hear like wooden skates on the wooden floors um the piano in the ballroom is known to play by itself and a woman can be heard screaming outside a staff door on the east side of the room the woman's yeah. restroom is likewise haunted by a female presence who appears in the mirrors staring at the living and follow following them out down the hallway no. I know. Um, there's also a ballroom called the Gold Room, which is very popular for weddings. And um, many uh, brides and grooms, uh, their photos turn up with uh, crazy orbs um, in the background. And they've Ooh. also, I think they said to you, oh, this is crazy. People are sometimes missing from the photos when, when they get the photos back from this ballroom. Sorry, like fucking vampires, right
0: now they have temporary vampirism. Temperate vampirism, Tammy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like usually, you they're like, "Hey, who's that person in this photo?" Because it's a ghost that decided to show up. Oh no, Mm -hmm. people vanish, which actually scares me more than actually seeing. Like, yeah, you know, scary. Whoa. That was scary.
0: Did you hear my tummy grumble a minute ago? No, I did not. Oh, oh, my oh, no. tummy's been grumbly again. I don't know what my deal is. Maybe
1: your tummy gets scared when we start talking about ghosts.
0: It might. Oh. It just very well might.
1: Maybe. This is a pattern I'm noticing. This is a pattern. <laughs> um, okay. South Sorry. Tower again. There is a phantom who lingers at the fifth floor passenger elevator where moaning frequently heard by guests... Um, Sorry, Mm -hmm. moaning is frequently heard. The third floor hallways are home to a one-legged man, often reported to the front desk by guests who think a vagrant has found his way inside. One former (laughs) hotel... (laughs) Rude. Just because someone has one leg doesn't mean that they're like homeless. Uh, One former hotel... Legless does not equal homeless. It does not. Look, I've got basically... Oh, a three-legged cat right now,
0: (laughs) and he has a home. He has a home. Damn it! I've been (laughs) trying. I've been trying to be stoic. I'm very worried about little Tuesday.
1: I am too. I know. I know. I'm trying to be today. I'm trying to be stoic today. I'm just emotionally spent. Yeah, he's he's here. He's he's sleeping. He's he's good for him. He's listening. He likes it. He's not scared of the ghost stories. So we're good. 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 Um, um Homeless. oh yeah, here we go. Um, one of the hotel operators who worked at the property in the 1940s remembers that there was a resident at that hotel who had a wooden leg, who always had a big smile. And tipped very big, um, who suffered a heart attack during breakfast um, and died at the hotel. So they think it's him. So at least he's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, Also in the South Tower, a young boy of about 10 has been present, running up and down the halls in uh, knee breeches. Breeches? Yes. What's breeches? It's like half pants. Oh, yes. Those old timey. Oh, that's cute. Hamilton.
0: Oh, oh <laughs>
1: totally. I swear I saw it. I swear I saw it. <laughs> I believe you. There's <gasps>
0: a lot of facts to take in, Amy. It,
1: and all the music is in my head, and I've only listened to the soundtrack to once. So
0: socially advanced instead of sewing some pants. Oh, <laughs> yes. I remember those lyrics. I remember that. Yes. yes.
1: <laughs> uh,. I guess I'm just hopeless. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got something. Uh, okay, so this boy is like running around in his breeches. Um, they think that uh, he is was one of the children to one of the many families who made their homes at the hotel in years gone by and the all too common deaths from the then incurable illnesses like tuberculosis and pneumonia. Oh my. Yes. So in the South Tower, the most uh, haunted room is room 905, where uh, constant phone static has bedeviled guests for years. I'm like, that's it? All of those hauntings? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But the North Tower, now that's a different story. Oh, let's get into it. These have all of the haunted rooms. Room 474. Um... A once-resident judge... God, a lot of people lived in hotels in the old days, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eternally changes the channels on the television set. In room 759, uh, another deceased resident pulls the door shut from the inside when guests try to enter. It is said that he was an elderly gentleman whose son had come to take him to a nursing home many years ago. Wanting to stay put at the hotel, he mustered all of his strength to try to keep his son and security guards from opening the door. So even now, he remains determined to live at the Congress forever. That's so cute. So every time someone tries to open, he's like, nope. Nope. You're not getting in here. You can't (laughs) take me. (laughs) Uh, Then... um, Then management allowed this person to investigate certain rooms with the promise that he would not reveal what rooms they were. Oh, Oh, I I know. I'm like, oh, that's good. (laughs) So we cannot reveal the numbers. Um, There is one room where the pictures on the wall rotate 360 degrees before people's eyes.
0: What?
1: There is another room where an exorcism was held on... um, a, win- a Chicago winter's night, not so long ago, uh, before the victim was moved to a local convent, uh, there is a room that was fled by two Marines in 1989. They were running through the lobby in their boxer shorts at 3 a.m. Okay. Hey, hello, okay. boys. Okay, I'm, a a, I'm down for that. I don't care. With the <laughs> the, uh, the later explanation being that they woke up to a towering black figure in the room. Uh, it came out of the closet, approached their beds. Um, and just was staring at them. So they ran and they freaked the fuck. That's enough. That, yeah. I, anything coming out of a closet, whether, even if it's yeah. a spider, I will be running in my underwear, down, <laughs> like screaming my fucking head yeah. off. Yeah. Um, And it was 3 a.m. So that was the witching Ooh. hour. Mm-hmm. Um, There was a room where a woman slit her wrists in the bathtub after a night on Rust Street in the 1970s. And it is said that she can still be glimpsed during the night. Room 1408 um, is the most haunted – well, exists on the most haunted floor. Um, mm-hmm. So some point out to a room which is padlocked, and they say that's room 1408. Others say it's it's one that's already boarded up. Um, others claim you can't even place room 1408 anymore because it's been papered over to remove any sign that it was ever there. The uh. This room does, in fact, still remain um, – But it's not on the 12th floor. So if it did have a number, it would, believe it or not, be room number 666. Which I'm like, what? Why is it called room 1408, but it's on the 6th floor? I'm
0: confused. Yeah, none of this makes sense.
1: Oh, also, there's a short story written by Stephen King called Room 1408. And I do believe it became a movie. And I think it stars John Cusack. Wait, John? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the name. That's well, the name. That's mm-hmm. don't wear it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've heard of that.
1: Okay, we'll have to look it up. I should have looked it up, but yeah. I was like already confused by the six six six. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Um. Anywho, uh, at some point in time, the spot where the doors, the room's door should be, uh, it was drywalled over and a piece of baseboard patched in to connect the wood where the dory once stood. Um, Mm. so some have ventured that this room was simply put out of use because of its stigmatized number six, six, six. Right. Um, but no, uh, no staff member claims to remember why this room was sealed off forever. Uh, window washers say that it was closed up with the furniture still inside, almost as if even the objects in the room were believed to be cursed. Um, and the, the author of this actually has stayed at the Congress Plaza many times, uh, one morning, mm-hmm. he was woken by the sound of the shower blasting on full force with steam filling the bathroom, though he could barely get a trickle of warm water when he tried to take a bath the night before. Hence uh, um, the terrible reviews. I know, right? <laughs> uh, there was one night when <laughs> that is in a lot of the reviews to me. <laughs> They're like a lot of complaints about the heat, the water. I'm mm. like, um, uh, one night uh, he woke up to the sheets and blankets being peeled off of him. He says that's his worst nightmare as a ghost hunter. And mm-hmm. then the night came of incessant knocking. Um, more than a dozen times through the night, someone rapped three times on the door, no. but no one was there. And then finally, there was the night, and I'm going to read it firsthand. The night my daughter and I were kept awake chillingly by the sound of two men whispering at the foot of our bed, are they still awake? Ah! <laughs> Don't go to the Congress Plaza, everybody. Don't go to the Congress Plaza. Don't go to Congress Plaza. I don't like Plaza. it. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> so that was so much <gasps> from that hotel. It's insane. It only has three out of five stars on TripAdvisor. Apparently, definitely <laughs> don't get there in winter because the heat is real shitty. Mm-hmm. And um, some people are are complaining about the hauntings. So, um, yeah. and then- That
0: is crazy. I uh, know. I'm going to have to finish this. What did I call this? I don't know. Drink. Uh, Valentine's Day Massacre. Massacre. Yeah. Beverage. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's crazy. I've never heard of that place, even though I've been, I lived in Chicago for a while. Well, yeah, you did live there for a while. Uh, No. Did
1: you hear that? I sure did. Wifey, I'm so proud of you. Did it just for you. (laughs) That was a good one. Very polite. It was. Her little face was so cute, too. She was a little coy.
0: Oh, did I do that? <laughs> did I chug my my vagrant beer and have you a little beer? You vagrant. <laughs> uh, well, that was amazing. Thank um, y'all. While you were freezing your buns off in Chicago, I was semi-freezing my buns off in York. And, um, yeah, so they basically, first of all, everybody should go to York. It's really great. It was so much fun. It's like a medieval town. It has so much fucking history. Um, The three... Things about York are ghosts. They're very well known for their ghosts. There were tons of ghost tours um, and and places that really play it up. Um, Cats. Yeah. There's a whole thing where this guy just started putting cat um, statues like around. And then other people started doing it like in the (gasps) 20s. And now there's a whole thing. You can get a map. And it's like the cats of York. And you go around and try to find them and there'll be little hints and you look up on the, and like we went and found like almost every single one of them. I took a picture. Of course you did. So fucking cute. Oh Um, my God. And then the last thing is this place called the Shambles, which was the inspiration for Diagon Alley in Harry Potter. And basically it's disgusting. It used to be for butchering. All the buildings are built kind of leaned over so they could just, like, throw shit out the windows. Uh, Oh, my God. But it's very charming now, and there's also, like, 14 Harry Potter shops on that street because they know what's up, and, my God, my wallet. (laughs) My wallet took a (laughs)
1: hit. Is your wallet crying, but your heart is
0: (laughs) full? A uh, hit. Uh, let's just say the old Gringotts vault <laughs> is looking a little dusty in the corners. Uh, this is like it was your
1: personal it. heaven. This is oh, insane. Also-
0: Yeah, right behind the shambles, they had, like, a farmer's market where they sold mulled wine so you could get hot mulled wine with a shot in it, by the way. What? And then walk around and shop for fucking Harry Potter stuff. It was, like, designed for me. My poor boyfriend just wanted to go on vacation. He didn't know he was taking me to fucking paradise. Um, So uh, I looked up two places where we went. I'm actually... I'm just going to tell you about one of them um uh, okay. because it's the most interesting. We did our ghost tour and we went and saw the outside of this place and heard a couple of these stories from our our um uh ghost tour leader, Mackenzie, who you will hear from later in the podcast because I interviewed her. Oh my god. Um and uh, she told us a couple of these stories. She told us so many amazing stories. And so I went to, um, this is the Black Swan Inn. And I went to their website and because they have a whole page dedicated to their ghosts. Um, so I heard some of these before and some of these were new. Um, after the ghost tour, I was like, uh, I want to go to that one. Like I was like, <laughs> we're getting a drink there. Uh, because, yeah, well, you'll see. Ooh, All right. Ooh. So here at the Black Swan Inn, we have our own events, which are beyond the realm of normal expectations. Uh, Within this early 15th century merchant's mansion, various ghostly sightings have occurred. Yeah, because let's just start there this fucking place is so goddamn old like everything it's like the new buildings are from like the 1800s Jeez, you know it's like it just yeah like everything is like medieval and it's it's insane oh my like, it's, gosh yeah. we are we're such a young country out here it's ridiculous if yeah, something's from the 1800s yeah. I'm like ew! oh my god it's so haunted wow um there is the ghost of the gentleman in a bowler hat who appears to be impatiently waiting for someone at the bar. Eventually, when approached, his apparition slowly fades away. Mm. Okay, so that's the first one. Um, another ghost can be seen sitting, staring into the fire in the bar. Which, by the way, this is where we sat. We went inside and like it's a pretty big place, but like we went inside, you go in and like to the left, it's like a nice cozy little bar. There was a big fire, room for maybe I don't know twenty five. 30 people maybe Um, so kind of a close little room but very nice oh cool um another ghost can be seen sitting staring into the fire in the bar it is the ghost of a particularly beautiful young woman thought to be a jilted bride it is said that should a man stare into her face he will die Mm -hmm. in ecstasy
2: in ecstasy
0: die so in ecstasy I mean, interesting. could be worse.
1: I, c- it could, could be. be. worse. I feel like usually when you die, it's it's quite the opposite. So. I mean,
0: <laughs> die in ecstasy, like Le Petit Mort, perhaps? Yes. Are you just coming in your pants a little bit? I mean, no judgment.
1: <laughs> exactly. It could just be an expression. Oh, I just died in ecstasy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just died in ecstasy tonight. tonight must have um, been
1: that ghost's
0: kiss. <laughs> should have walked away wow that's cool and it's creepy <laughs> yeah um there are several other ghosts who appear regularly a small boy known affectionately to the staff as matthew is frequently seen in the bar and passageway he's dressed in victorian style clothing and is reportedly a pickpocket which might explain the disappearance of various items kept behind the bar Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, Matthew, but, like, go steal toys, you know? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, well, old-timey ghosts, they had to do what they had to do, you know? Mm-hmm. They, they grew up
0: fast. They did. They really did. No toys. Um, a rumored highwoman, who we know as Jack, appears regularly in the kitchen, dressed in riding boots and a long black Coke. Uh, interestingly, we'll be the judge of that, uh, the kitchen was built over the original stable yard. Um, he can also be heard singing uh, Irish folk songs in the corner of the bar late at night. Ooh. So you know, that is a little a little interesting. They're kind of fun. Oh. Yeah, the chair by the fire is reputedly cursed, and it is said that should anyone sit in it, a curse will fall upon them. We recommend standing. <laughs> I recommend they get rid of that chair. (laughs) Which, so this is interesting because I did not know about this. When we first walked in, it was a little busy in the room, and there were two chairs by the fire, and I almost suggested, let's go sit over there, but I was also kind of like, I don't want to be right by the fire. Like, it'll be too warm. Like, it was cold outside, but I was like, it'll be too warm right by the fire, and then right as I was like, maybe, 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 a table got up, and they were like, we're leaving, and I was like, thank you, so I'll sit here. I'll, I could have almost sat that damn cursed chair. God, they gotta put a fucking sign on that shit. You I almost wonder, got cursed. Yeah, what if I wonder if somebody would have uh, been like, no, name. no, 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 don't do that. Yeah. yeah,
1: or they would just sit back and watch and be like, I guess we'll see what happens.
0: Yikesies,
1: you—that was like. The, some protective ghost being like okay we're gonna yeah. we're gonna open up a table for her real quick <laughs>
0: Thank, I'm yeah yeah so I'm, I'm work I'm working up to my favorite ones um mm. uh the main bar area there's a clay pipe mounted to the wall I did see this see this is fun because I saw these things I didn't know stories behind oh them. cool the pipe was found during restoration work it is said that the workmen threw it out and at that very moment a chill descended upon them There was a moment of frozen fear until one of them went to retrieve the pipe, after which the chill was lifted. Mm. The pipe will always remain in the pub for fear of high electricity bills. (laughs) (laughs) They're so cheeky. Uh, Cheeky. Uh. So this is one that I heard about on the tour. There have been regular sightings of a pair of legs disappearing up the stairs leading to the landlord's flat. Oh, creepy. So... On the tour, so apparently multiple people have seen just legs, like just legs walking up the stairs. Scared. No top. Oh, God. (laughs) And so there's been like kind of like theories about, because, you know, it's a medieval city and like terrible stuff happened there. Like if perhaps it was like a drawn and quartered situation Mm -hmm. or like some kind of poorly like poor execution um oh god oh god it's an old old place oh yeah there's some crazy medieval shit happening back then that would that scares me yeah that sounds very freaky um and my favorite and final one and the reason i said immediately oh we're going there a less frequent ghostly visitor is a large black cat wandering around the pub. Oh. This ghost this ghost causes confusion among staff and frequent customers alike as it bears a strong resemblance to Salem, the pub's resident feline. Stop it. Now oh. I didn't see the ghost cat, but I absolutely met Salem. You did? And he was delightful. <gasps> he was delightful? He was outside? He acted like he wanted to come in and then he wouldn't come in. Aww. I was, you know, I was a little intoxicated and I really tried to talk him into it. I took several pictures. Um, he let me pet him a lot. It was very nice. Uh, on the tour, we heard about this ghost cat. At one point, uh, a cat jumped up on the uh, bar, ran across and grabbed a bag of like basically like pork rinds Aww. and jumped down and they were like, Salem. And then they look over, and Salem's like asleep next to the fire. Whoa! Oh my god! Yeah, and the other—it's no, nowhere to be seen. <gasps> so ghost cats. I know. So I tried so hard to see that ghost cat. I mean, I mostly tried really hard to see the bottom of several glasses of the ghost ale, <laughs> um, and I succeeded yeah. in that. Sounds like sure. it. Well, I'm
1: glad. I I know you wouldn't let me down in that area. I never would.
0: Amazing
1: Salem. That's such a great name, too. Oh, my God. So
0: just, yeah, keeping it short and sweet on that um, because I wanted to save time for the interview. Uh, Yeah, so that's the Black Swan Inn. I have, there was, I mean, there were so many haunted places like you couldn't so we when we started the tour Mackenzie was like so where are you staying where are you staying where are you staying and then she's like oh got a story for that got a story for that uh she had a story for our hotel which was that there's a guy uh an old uh like handyman that worked there that committed suicide and apparently he like straightens up your room (gasps) while you're gone which I'm like okay heck yeah yes please Uh, and then it was kind of funny because we came back to the room and I walked in and was like, uh, and then I was like, oh, it was just turned down service. It was just turned down service. <laughs> it's okay. That's normal. It's like hotels either have ghosts that mess your shit up
1: or fold it and put it into the yeah. drawers and they clean it for exactly. you. Yes. Make up
0: your mind. I know. Uh, oh. So anyway. Wow. So yeah, I had such a good time. I would love to go back. Um, There's so many more haunted places that we went. I want to go um, too yeah, it was really fun. It was so charming. It was small enough to where like you could walk to everything oh. and there were like really nice restaurants and That's and so yeah cool. just so great. So um, yeah, so I have some uh, audio here of an interview that I conducted with McKinsey at the end of the tour. It was an on the street interview. so uh, uh, please excuse the quality. Uh, let's give it a listen. Woohoo. Awesome. Thank you so much.
2: Uh, Hi, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Mackenzie and I run the Shadows of York Ghost Walk in York, obviously. (laughs) Which uh, we just did and it was absolutely
0: amazing and very scary and very educational, which is my favorite. Um, I'm kind of known as the one that does like the historical stuff on the podcast. So Uh I really liked all of the historical tidbits that you gave. Um, So I guess my first question is, um, how did you get into this?
2: purely by accident and the last ghost story I actually told you is the reason why I worked as a scare actress at what used to be Haunted but is now Oliver Bonus. Mm -hmm. and um, from then on I went on to do lots of scare attractions around the UK and then there was an opening for a ghost walk guide in York and I thought oh that could be fun. Did a couple of years with another gentleman, but then decided actually I wanted to start, start up on my own because uh, I wanted to get more of the history and more proper storytelling involved because uh, a lot of the tours can be quite cheesy. So yeah, I started up my own about four and a half years ago and it's only in the last year it's really become more popular. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was it. That's awesome.
0: And um, what would you say, are there any like, uh, what's the scariest thing that's happened to you on the tour?
2: Oh, on tour, uh, probably the church where we went and I told you about the Castle Museum. Uh, that I know too many stories in York, so you've only touched on some, but occasionally I tell a different story there, take you around to the churchyard, and we actually had a shadowy figure appear on the tour. I didn't see it until the very last minute, but... What made me react to it is the fact that everybody was freaking out (laughs) and disappearing. I was like, "Uh, excuse me, where are you going? And then it was just literally a shadowy figure that immediately disappeared as soon as I looked at it. And I was like, "Okay, shall we finish the story around the corner? And they said, yes, that's only happened once. And that happened literally uh, about five years ago when I was working with another gentleman. Yeah.
0: Um, Is there anything that you do before you go on the tours to like center yourself or protect yourself or is it more just kind of getting ready for the storytelling aspect?
2: Uh, No I literally am more concerned about uh, is everybody going to turn up? (laughs) Is everybody (laughs) going to enjoy it? That's more scary for me. The ghosts themselves you have to remember are people that were once alive. And don't be afraid of them, be afraid of the living, it's the living that can hurt you, the dead. uh, I think they're just more happy to have the story told and probably feel some comfort in having you actually acknowledging their existence. And uh, so no, no, I'm not bothered about it at all.
0: Um, do you have any advice for anybody who wants to uh, make their living uh, in the ghostly realm, like about doing ghost tours
2: or, or anything like that? Absolutely. It's difficult. There is a lot of competition in certain places that are already doing that. But my advice is to be the best. Actually, look into your research. Don't lie to your audience. Don't, don't, don't tell them a load of rubbish. Tell them a true story, a real story, whether it's your own experience or something that you've researched from a book but make sure it's true make sure it's believable and then pricing obviously just work out what everyone else is doing and ultimately have fun and be kind and be happy you know uh, it's it's going to be difficult you're going to have bad days and you're going to have really good days and that is just the way it is <laughs> awesome
0: mackenzie i nearly peed myself like 14 times <laughs> which is pretty pretty typical um for me uh plug
2: yourself where can we find you uh shadows of york you can find me on the website obviously you can find me on facebook instagram twitter and of course you can find me on TripAdvisor. and oh yeah i won an award this year so yeah. i'm really happy congratulations
0: <laughs> we found you on TripAdvisor. Oh, so thank you yeah very excited thank you so much we're absolutely going back to look for ghost cats now so oh, yeah, thank you very much i think i'm gonna try to arrange an entire episode around it so absolutely wonderful. thank you thank i really you. appreciate it You're thank you welcome. so much <laughs>
1: Sammy, you are such a good interviewer. Seriously, like your questions are so like, did you think
0: of them in advance or was this all like on the fly? Two funny stories. I thought of like one of them in advance Mm -hmm. and then I proceeded to ignore her answers while I thought of the next one (laughs) because I started to panic that I was just like, oh shit, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) You (laughs) would not know. So nice. She's awesome. Yeah. And it was so kind of her. So funny story. I brought my recorder with me because I was thinking I might try to record, like try to hear some ghostly things. Or I thought maybe because I knew she runs her own business. I was like, maybe she'll give me an interview afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I straight up had like my little purse. I cleared out my purse so that I could carry around my recorder, you know, like bumping my recorder around all night like stopped on our way over there and got new batteries to just make sure everything was okay. I get there and the fucking recorder will not start recording. No. And I was like uh, losing my mind. Cause I'm like embarrassed. Cause I'm like, sorry, three, one <gasps> second, one second, one second. And then I pulled, so then I was just like, no problem. Just going to get out the phone. So I did it on the iPhone, which actually the quality sounds really good. Oh, I for would not just, have known. Yeah. Straight up. On the iPhone, standing on a street corner, and like, it was by kind of a rowdy pub where people were getting out, so you can kind of hear some people, but but really good quality. Uh, but so I was so mad, so then we go to the, because um, I was like, I carry this fucking thing around, you know? like. <laughs> and so then we go to the, the pub afterwards, and I was like, why is this thing broken? And it just starts up right away. Like, no problem. And I was what? like... Who was trying to
1: stop us? Yep. from communicating. You fucking know it was a fucking
0: ghost because they hate electronics. They t- fucking hate electronics. They break. Them. I did all the same things that I normally do. Like I know how to work it. Oh, you know, like yeah. So,
1: oh my god, Tammy, that was one thousand percent ghost interference. For totally sure ghost interference holy so, shit so you kind of did have an experience like yeah I that think ghost fucked with your shit it really did fuck that ghost
0: Ooh. um
1: well she was a so, delight I loved all, all of her so I,
0: nice yeah <sighs> it was such a good tour and like I can't recommend her enough like I I'm gonna link to all of her stuff um I you know beyond the fact that it was for me the perfect combination of like creepy history And Ghost Encounters, she was the exact right amount of, like, a great storyteller, but not, like, creepy and weird. Because, truly, there are a ton of ghost tours in York. And we passed by some of them. And, like, I heard some people being so fucking goofy that we, we really, like, we... Ben and I were both just like this was perfect and I just love it's like just her she's a lady running her own thing and she started doing it because she wanted to do it the way she wanted to do it so yes cannot recommend her enough we'll link to all of her stuff on our social media and uh, everything, so. amazing
1: look at you our little yeah. field reporter you're awesome
0: <laughs> you. I was really proud of myself I'm so proud
1: of you uh, yes meanwhile I had to ask make my husband ask the server if there was ghosts I'm
0: like you. Do it. It, we all have our own investigatory journalism styles, Amy.
1: That's right. I don't mind talking to ghosts. I just don't like talking to people. But amen. You know one thing that really stood out to me in what she said showed like nonchalantly like, "Well, the living can hurt you. I'm more afraid of the living." Right. Ghosts. Right. They they're just happy that their stories are being told. So, they're not yeah. going to hurt us." I'm like And obviously with our research, we know ghosts can do things to hurt you. But I was like, yeah, we should be way more afraid of the things we can see, the living, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I really, that really stood out to me when she said that. That was really cool. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, Melzian.
0: What up? fun week we had here we
1: sure did I would like to take more haunted vacations I mean every time we research a city or anything we're like "Uh, okay let's go there let's
0: go (laughs) but now this time we did it backwards (laughs) we did do it
1: backwards you're in Europe you can go anywhere so well many places really easily and get right in the thick Mm -hmm. of it so that was awesome more haunted vacations in the future for sure (laughs) uh if you guys have stories of your own that you will share with us please email them uh UpGhostAndPersonal at gmail.com or you can submit them through our website
0: BansheesAndBooz.com And if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can see cool and scary pictures on our Instagram at BansheesAndBooz or follow us over on Twitter at Banshees Mm. Mm
1: -hmm. That's right, that's right and please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We are everywhere so find us Mm-hmm. hit subscribe give it five stars whatever or however many stars you can give a podcast yeah. I don't know
0: and uh, tell your friends about us we uh we get fun uh we talk to people a lot that are like oh my friend was listening and they told me about you and now I'm like catching up on all of them and I, I think that's yes, really yes
1: we so. are primarily a word of mouth podcast so please sh- mm-hmm. please share uh and uh, <laughs> hey tell me
0: uh forget the format of your podcast much tammy yes amy (laughs) if you see a ghost uh die in ecstasy (laughs) Uh. that's a thing i said two minutes ago cool (laughs) (laughs) oh god hey i
1: loved it But you know what? By the time you say... I've already forgotten. I have very bad short-term memory. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, Amy. Uh,
0: Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost...
1: Uh, blow all your money in Diagon Alley and get Salem to be your friend. Yeah. Salem! You're just describing my life. You're describing my I life. Know. That's a damn good life, girl. That's a damn Thank good you. life. Damn, it feels good. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> Al <It's> Capone. true. <laughs> uh,
0: have a good week guys
1: yeah you, I was gonna go you too
0: you too <laughs> you too oh god I have to go me oh too god. me no, you no, too okay, us too bye us too bye. <laughs>